Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's me. I'm back. Well, sort of. I just, oh, I came to thank our patrons. We have our Terrascue patron, the Seven Sins, and we have our Dragon patrons, Chris Slate, Darkwing MT, Evie from HR, Glassman93, Mandy Johns, and Rick Haverly. Then we have our Minotaur patron, Malice, and our Cobalt patrons, Alex Hollinsworth, Daniel Paleyello, Dead Dog 47, JATF, Kobo RX, Nunta 9, Remington Cloutier, and Sarah. Oh, you guys are the best and thank you so much and I hope you enjoy the Halloween episode oh even though Halloween's kind of scary Well, here we are. Very special episode of Fumbling Four and the Almighty Grit. It's a Halloween special. Boo. Nobody get excited. Fuck you all. <laughs> you told us to be quiet. We were. And then you got yeah, did, yeah, fuck you all. I told you to be quiet before and all this. Yeah, but you turned off the fog machine and took your costume off. So what fun's that? <sighs> because it got hot and computer errors are sucky. And anyway, it's Halloween one shot. <laughs> Uh, I am the Almighty Crit, Aaron, and today we are doing Halloween one shots. But I have some very special rules I have to inform you of. Are you ready for this? 
So, number one, each one of you will be given a trick-or-treat bag. And you may choose at any time, as many times as you want out of this bag, a trick or a treat. However, some of the tricks will work against you. Some of them will work for you, just as the treats will work for you or against you. I will give you the forewarning that the treats will not hurt you. That being said, rule number two, you're going to have a scare meter. So you each will start with 10 points. At any point in time, if you run into a situation where you feel as your character would be scared, you must roll a will save. If you fail your will save, you'll lose points according to how far away from 10 you were. Now that is below 10. If you get above 10, then you'll only ever lose one of your scare points. Now, if you get hit zero, you are officially in a catatonic state and must be carried until somebody or something is able to heal your scare meter. (laughs) So that being said, let's get to some uh, character introductions, starting with Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Hello, my name is Mark. And I will be playing a mountain dwarf barbarian known as Bashhead. Kojak. <laughs> um, Daniel, I'm playing the rogue assassin named Harkin, and that is not his real name. Oh, boy. He also goes by the Night Marauder. The Night Marauder. So it's Batman in D&D. No, because I kill people <laughs> and Batman actually has like some principles. I don't. Well, I guess I do. That's yeah. Okay. He just breaks their arms and leaves them out in the freezing cold. <laughs> I'm Michelle and I'm playing Nessa, the rogue um, forest gnome, but she has dwarfism. So she's even tinier than <laughs> she should be. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And joining us for this very special episode is a very special patron, Seven Blades. Hello, everybody. The name's Seven. Tonight I'll be playing Thomas Plainbottom, a humble human bard. So now that our characters are introduced, let's start the game. So, you four unlikely partners. Stumbled across each other in a tavern. You were each given directive per the barkeep after accepting a quest that you are to work together to complete said quest. The quest is to investigate a string of murders in a small port town. The local paladins haven't been able to figure much of anything out on this situation. And they figured an unlikely group of heroes with a different skill set might be able to shed some light on some more mysterious aspects. The only thing that you know of this town is that it once upon a time was a thriving port city. And shortly after the fall of the gods... And the wars brought out. 
The success began to dwindle significantly, leaving it into a shabble of what it once was. Shortly after this, a slew of disappearances and murders began to take place. As you all walk into this rundown town, the first thing you notice is the smell. There's a metallic smell throughout the air. As you look around, you see barrels with rotted fish guts. You see old picket fences broken, shattered, disrepair. Shacks of homes scattered throughout town streets. Covered, the roofs are covered in tarps and holes through the walls. It's old. It's it's destroyed, and you can't believe that anyone still lives here. As you look down the road, you see, however, the oh-so-bright light of a warm, well-lit tavern. There are a few people wandering and shambling throughout the streets, but they all look solemn and down. Except for one. Uh, A snake oil salesman who's peddling his wares just outside of the tavern. You hear him crying out. A two for one special. With that all being said, I leave it to you. Uh, Bash Head is going to walk up to the snake oil salesman and see what he's talking about. My, you're a sprightly young villa. What you got? Well, for you, beard oil. Not just any beard oil, though. Peppermint scented beard oils. It can exfoliate the skin and grow the beard sturdier, longer. You're a dwarf, yes? Aye. Well then, you'll want a sturdy beard to go with that sturdy build. What if I told you that this oil could give you a beard that could pull five, yes sir, five wagons with little to no effort and not break a single braid of your hair? Eh, no need for that. Bare fat works good. Well, of course it does. What do you think the oil's made of? Concentrated bear fat, sir, with peppermint extract. I know, quite fancy, but of course you don't want to smell like a bear all day, do you? Can I see a bottle? Well, certainly. I'll give you a sample. So he passes down a tiny little bottle. I'm going to sniff it. Smells like peppermint. Nessa's going to walk up and be like, eh. Mm. I think that you need to do a demonstration. Well, of course, I don't have any beard hair, though. So we run into a small problem, a conundrum of sorts. Uh, what However, was that about pulling a wagon, though? Well, I don't have a beard, so I can't pull a wagon with no hair. It's downright. Yeah, but uh, a demonstration would be better before we buy anything of from course. you. Of course. Well, then ask your, uh, I assume... Comrades, I watched you walk into town together. Ask your comrade to slip some on and see if he can pull these wagons here. And he kind of nudges past the side of the tavern. You can see there's five wagon wagons lined up. 
Hmm. Nope. Bare fat on there. I don't need all that elfy stuff. That stuff that makes you stink. Well, you don't think bear fat stinks? Do forgive me for saying, sir, but I think you're already there. <laughs> but I, I can change that. How about this? What did you just see? I'm gonna pull myself on, like, up to where he's standing. I'm assuming he's standing on like a platform. He's standing on like a little platform. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. pull myself up. And I'm going to walk up to him and step on his foot so he can't back up. What did you say now? Well, I was complimenting your allurous and quite eccentric odor, sir. Uh, That's what I thought you said. It's exactly what I said. You might not step it up my toe. Oh, apology. I didn't see that. I'm gonna step on his other foot. Is he good? Is that more comfortable? That's the other foot. No, just as bad as the first. Aye, seems we got a misunderstanding, don't we? I'll take a couple copper to straighten it out. I don't have any money. I'm just gonna sit on some of this. What? (laughs) I thought people were just lining up to buy this miracle cure you got. Well, not here. No one has any money. Uh, he kind of jerks his toe out from under you. <laughs> what about the last town you were in? Obviously, it's the they first town money. arrived here at port yesterday. From where? Well, let's see. We were in Lavastia, and then we went to Gordash, and then we went to Celestia. Celestia was where we were from. Mm. Yeah, you're not worth my time. And I'm going to, uh, still standing on one of his feet, like pivot on that foot and then hop off the wagon and go to the tavern. What if I could give you each a better deal? Free of charge. Consider this misunderstanding behind us. I'm just toying with a dagger in my hands. So as you all look at him, <clears throat> I need you all to roll me perceptions. Thirteen. 15. 14. 23. So Blades is the only one who will notice. You see a glint in his eye of what looks like a mischievous nature. And he kind of looks across the four of you. Says, a gift for each of you. This gift is one of a kind. I possess the only four in the multiverse. That's right. Blow your minds for a second. There's more than just our planescape out here. These bags can give you whatever you desire. All you have to do is reach in and other the words, either trick or treat. And he hands you each a small unassuming burlap sack. I'm going to open up and look inside. This is, I'm going to stick my hand in mine. Empty. <laughs> Looks a bit uh, empty. Well, like I said, it's magical. How big are these bags? You could literally put your head on. Or put it on your head. You put your head on. <laughs> Keep it put it on your head. That's about it. 
You must utter the incantation either trick or treat, or it does nothing. I've said this before. And what and happens once when we... you utter trick or treat? Give it a test. I'm going to stick my hand in and say treat. Roll me a D100. Okay. 79. 79. So you reach inside and utter the word treat. And out you pull a wand of conducting. Hmm. So a wand of conducting has three charges. While holding it, you can use an action to expend one of its charges and create orchestral music by waving it around. The music can be heard out of a range of 60 feet. And when it stops... You, when you stop waving the wand, it stops. It regains all its expended charges daily at dawn. If you expend the wand's last charge, you roll a d20. One, a sad tuba sound plays at the end as the wand crumbles to dust and is destroyed. You should give that to uh, So, yeah, you pull out this magnificent conducting wand. I'm going to wave it. A beautiful symphony begins to play across the streets. People up and down the street stop and stare for a moment. and You can see them being almost enticed by the music. Anybody else for a try? A demonstration <clears throat> of sorts. Hmm... Yeah, I think I need more booze in me yet. How about you, stranger in the back? Guess I'll play your game. Trick. Ooh, six. Ooh, Batman. You receive a neon green apple. <laughs> I'm feeling a little sick, guys. So yeah, the gray, and it's a neon green apple. Hey, hey, bite it. Do it. (laughs) Do it. I want to see what happens. An apple for you. No, no. (laughs) I want you to bite it. Come on, do it. I'm just going to hold this apple towards her. (laughs) And I'm just going to stare at her. (laughs) I suggest, how about you share? I'm good. I'm good. <clears throat> so, are you holding the apple in your hand? <laughs> like towards her, but it's just in my hand, yeah. Like flat? Uh, basically, it's kind of like cupped, but it's still. Uh, after he says share, I'm going to turn around and say, hey, that'll end the argument. And I'm going to pull out a uh, great big axe and I'm going to swing at the apple and try to cut it in half. While he's holding it, okay. Uh, roll, <laughs> roll an attack. You better hope you fucking get it, <laughs> Daniel's face. <laughs> right, you guys wanted to bicker over who was gonna do what. So. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm an expert. That is eighteen. It looked like a one there first. So 18 <laughs> hits, and as you slice, you just slice right through this apple, cutting it directly in half <clears throat> from top to bottom. There you go. Now it's cut in half. Oh, fine. What? I'll take a nibble. Oh, yeah. Let's top. You can take a nibble? 
Sure. Roll me a constitution saving throw. I am not eating anything. <laughs> I assume the bottom is still in my hand. Also, I need oh, you to take 3d6 of, po- uh, 3D6 of poison damage. Awesome song. <laughs> Wait, this is supposed to be a treat. No, this is a trick. This is a trick. Oh, I thought you said treat. No. no. <laughs> bitch. That's why Aaron was like, oh, when I, when I roll a six. A uh, ten. <laughs> How much poison damage? 3d6. 3d6 right now. And you got a ten? Which means yeah. you failed your constitution saving throw, so you are poisoned. So at the start of every term, you must uh, roll another con save. And you have to take 3d6. Nine on poison. Nine points of damage. As soon as you take a bite of this, you drop to your knees and you begin to vomit violently. If I'd have known it was a trick, I would not have fucking tried it. (laughs) Well, your friend fell to the trick. Is there a well nearby? Small town, right? Yeah. Make sure nobody's looking. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, roll me a perception to see if anyone is looking. What? Or you can roll a stealth. Uh, definitely would be a stealth. It is a 20 total. I'm going to try to perceive him. Okay. Only a 19. Ah. <laughs> I saw a hand that into So home. you blink and you see the apple is gone. <laughs> So, are you believers now? No, the sound folks will be. He kind of hops off the stage, and when he does, wait, 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 wait! You see him float. Just one second, there, lad. She took a bite of the apple that he pulled out of that bag. Now mm. she's puking. Yeah. What gives? Well, sir, that's part of the bargain. And that would be trick or treat. I now I am uh, anything but a terrible man so as he floats off the stage to the ground in front of her he taps her forehead and she stops wrenching on the ground your poison is cured but your hit points are still damaged (laughs) don't get too excited he says right well now that that's over, I consider us even. Yes, door. I didn't have anything else. Excellent. How well, did oh. you come across these if you haven't a copper to your name? Well. That is a good question. He pulls out a whistle that is a satin black with ivy growing off the side in the shape of a skull and he blows it and a shriek riddles across the town and the chariot pulls itself towards him as as he flips his hand and a top hat appears each of you roll me a perception it's a 19 19 as well 9 15 okay any of you who got above a 20 or above a uh, 18 will notice as he puts the top hat on you see very very briefly his face flash gaunt with a green skull and he winks at you too he says 
as I said before, strangers, it is a gift from me to you. And he hops on the chariot, grabs the leads, and with one snap, the chariot begins to move on its own, seemingly pulled by nothing. The old wood creaks, and those of you who watch him disappear, as he gets to the end of the village, he seemingly fades into nothing. Hmm. Well, certainly a suspicious character. Not a little forward. Seemed okay to me. Right. I'm going to go get something to drink. I'm going to go into the bar or the tavern. So, who's going in the tavern? Me. Me. I will be joining them. So, as you all walk in, the first thing you all notice is the metallic smell in the air is coming from the tavern. As you walk through the front doors, the smell becomes extremely heavy in here. Like what kind of metallic smell? Like it's, copper? It smells like copper. Like, like blood? blood. Yeah. I this smells like my kind of place to be. The next thing you notice is that for a town that is very impoverished, there's a lot of people in here. A lot more than expected to be drinking their problems away. They all kind of peer towards you all as you walk through the doors. And the looks they give are glances or are looks of disgust. And as you all meander your way to an empty table, you can't help but notice the one in the corner who hasn't stopped staring at the door even before you walked in. He's a hooded figure and he carries a silver blade across his hip. He's drinking nonchalantly, leaned back against the wall at a stool at the tavern. A few moments later, a bar wench wanders up to you all and says, what can I get you, kind people? I have a dwarven ale. What's the strongest drink you got? Mm, probably orc mead. You got any of that uh, dragon's blood stuff? That's expensive, so no. Not here. You're looking for cheap drinks. Dwarven, orc, possibly even goblin mead. <laughs> you don't want to know what's in it. I'll just have what he's having. Torfin? Okay. Normal ale. Okay. Sure. Dwarven. Any type of ale is fine for me, sir. Dwarven. So. What brings you to our town? Uh, we're looking for somebody. Anyone I can assist you in finding? Yeah, I think we can figure it out on our own. All right. Well, I'm here if you need me. My name is Tomri. Tomri. And uh, who's the fellow in the corner? The shiny blade. I don't know. Honestly. How long has he been here? I wandered in today, from what I hear, talking the town. 
few hours before even you. He said nothing. He sat down, placed two copper on the counter and just stared oddly at me with those sunken eyes. And I took it. The only thing on the menu for two copper we have is the goblin meat. So passed it down to him and he's been drinking it ever since. The same glass, actually, for the last couple of hours. He's a odd one. You got any meat? Yes. Yes. What kind? How special? Mix. Hey, I'll take that. Uh, a mix of what? Pork, beef, fish. It's... I can't... Uh, not to be rude, but... It, I don't know if you've happened to notice, but in this town, we can't afford to waste. Fine. So... The scraps that are left over, we make into mints and we make meat pies. Wait, so the uh, the fish is mixed in with the meat? Yes. I... Trust me, there is no fishy smell or taste. It's prepared by a excellent chef. I don't trust you on that one. And if I... Sniff out or taste so much as one scale of a fish, then I won't be very happy. He won't. I don't think the chef will be either. Either way, anything for you two strangers. He looks. Oh, uh, you got uh, like uh, some carrots and potatoes? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, a vegetable platter, yes. Uh, I'll take one of those. Okay. And for you, stranger? You have a meat pie. Yes. And what of that? Okay. So four dwarven ales and two meat pies and two vegetable platters. Coming up. Um, not to be rude, uh, but payment must be made before orders are placed. So it is 15 copper for the table. How much for the ale and the pie? Three copper. Uh, uh, hold it out. Yeah, I'll give you go. three copper. Oh no, yours is four. I got vegetables. Yeah. At a port city. <laughs> oh. Fine, four copper. Vegetables are a little harder to come by here. <laughs> We can get meat. You meet all the time. <laughs> I will Four. take out a gold piece and give it to him. I tell him if there are to be questions of us from other customers, perhaps you better leave them unanswered. Right. Well, I know not of you or anything of your. Better doing. yet. Anybody that starts asking questions about us, send them my way. I'll answer all the questions they have. A good idea, my compatriots. Right. Well, I will well, do just that. I'm a fantastic conversationalist. So I've been told. So you're handing him a silver? So he's got, what, seven copper, two uh, silver, and a gold now? Yeah. It's fine. If he becomes the richest man in town... 
I know what happens to him. <laughs> <laughs> so he looks at it and goes, Maya, generous lot you, aren't you? I'm not complaining. Much appreciated, especially in today's economic standings. So go a good way. So thank you. Uh, I'll be back with uh, some... I'll be back with your food and uh, rounds on the house tonight. Just try not to drink me under the table, dwarf. I know you lot like to drink. He kind of smiles at you. Depends on how many barrels you got back there. Mm, He kind of winces at that. (laughs) You're going to need more than four, that's for sure. That's just getting started. (laughs) So he carries off. Uh, a few moments later. Turning my chair around. Well, funny you should do that because as a few moments go by and you turn your chair, he's staring right at you guys. That's fine. I have a mask on. Like the Is he head. like obviously staring at us? Well, it's not obvious. Like You can tell his body is positioned facing you, but you can't see his eyes. You can't really see many facial features. That's really all you can see of me, too. Like right here. He's hooded and sulking and sunk back and he's just kind of hunched forward so you can tell he's probably looking at you more than likely but you can't really tell would we have gotten our drinks by now by now yes alright so I've got a little bit of alcohol in me Mm, just a bit okay so right it's time to go pick a fight (laughs) (laughs) do you want me to go talk to him first I got this I'm gonna hop down with a thud and clop a like not be quite like not be quiet about walking across the floor over to him. You should just put metal okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna pull out one of my hand axes and I'm gonna like smack the bar where he's sitting and use it to hoist myself up to the top of the stool. Okay. And sit down. I couldn't help but feeling your uh, gaze burning a hole through the back of my head. Seems like you're staring me down off the strong there, stranger. He says nothing, and he moves not an inch. He continues to stare past you and at your table. Mm. I'm still staring at, at him. So. That's a nice shiny blade you got. Pick up a nice penny on the open market, I'm sure. He says nothing and begins. It continues to stare past you. Has he got a hood on? Mm-hmm. I am going to try to take the handle of my um, great axe. And I'm going to try to flip the hood off of him to get a look at his face. Okay. As you flip the hood, his head falls to the ground. I knew he was probably already dead. Hey. I'm sure you did. <laughs> it appears this stranger's uh, donating all his gear over to me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really been paying attention because my ale's at the table and I'm like basically chugging it and being so tiny, one ale's like, it's gonna fuck me up. So I've just finished chugging it and I want to look up and I'm gonna be like, the fuck? I looked down for 30 seconds and I look back up and you killed somebody? Hey. I'm to the table, but not to to the table, but not to him. A fine conversationalist indeed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Has anybody else noticed the dude has fallen? 
Uh, I was actually getting ready to get to that. So as soon as he shouts out donating the gear to me, everyone turns and panic ensues. Everyone begins to rush towards the front doors oh. and push themselves out. Marbles. Screaming. <laughs> God damn it. Well, as they're all piling up to the door, I'm going to cast sleep at the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they can fall and fall asleep. As they're running and you marble... They're not even going to get to do a dexterity because as you do this, he kind of waves his hand and you see people just starting to fall unconscious at the door and sliding out <laughs> through the the swinging doors just into the streets, just thumping. Bodies are just thumping. A few people are still scattered on the floor randomly. The rest have just kind of slid outside and you hear some marbles tinging down the steps. But the entire crowd is asleep. I don't think it's a good idea to leave your marbles on the floor there. Keep. It's a dangerous thing. You gotta panic. I have no words at this moment. (laughs) Were you trying to do that subtle or did you just (laughs) do it? Well, my back is probably to the bar, I'm assuming, because of the table. Hmm. You know, because I was back to the table, so I probably just reached my pouch and went... (laughs) So... He has all of your food in plates, like, juggled in his hands. That's fine. And he looks at the marbles that are scattered across the ground and went, just kind of puts the plates down at the bar. Well, they probably, if the (laughs) the bar's behind us, it's probably table beyond. So from him to the bar to the table is probably fine. Can you clean up your marbles? Me. No problem. I I (laughs) never lose my marbles. The lad's lost his marbles. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> food will be here when you're finished. And he kind of takes off behind the right. counter and begins to cleaning glasses. So as I'm pilfering this dead dude. Oh, oh, so you're actually going to pilfer him? Yeah. Okay, so he looks, the barkeep is cleaning the glass. He hasn't even noticed what the hell's going on because he's in the back the whole time. He looks up to talk to the stranger again and he goes, <gasps> drops the glass and it shatters. It wasn't me, I swear. I didn't do nothing. I understand why everyone's running now. Listen, there's no gold to have here. Feel free to take what you want from the counter, but leave me I'm not and mine gonna, alone. I'm not going to hurt no one. He kind of backs up. I just started talking to the lad. His head fell off. He lost his head mid-conversation. I need you to roll me a perception. Uh, that is a natty 20. You hear what sounds like the bubbling and slithering of something wet next to your head. Do we see anything? As you turn to look, you see serpents coiling out of this man's body where his head used to be. Coming up from the neck cavity, there's five serpents just kind of swarming their way out, covered in viscera and blood, and they start to hiss at you and one strikes towards your face but you narrowly escape with your natural 20 you saw him coming so you kind of pull back and these snakes begin to snap at you and because of their violent jerking the body begins to slump over spilling its contents all over the ground through the neck cavity his innards are liquefied Mm. 
These... Actually, what I was wanting to do is roll a survival <laughs> to see how long this dude's been dead. You can continue. You can still roll a survival hmm. if you want, but just liquid begins to pour out of his neck, and these eight snakes slither off towards the entrance and begin their escape. It's a 16. From what you can gather, he's only been dead for a couple hours. This lad's been dead for a few hours now. How did the snakes get in there? Guess is as good as mine. Uh, I'm going to look at the head. Is he a human? As you pick the head up and you look it over, brain goo just begins to seep out of the neck. I'm not hungry anymore. I need all of you to go ahead and roll me a will. 17. That would be an 18. 20. So everybody except for Daniel got over 10. So everybody except for Daniel made their first one. Daniel, you failed by three. So that is three points off of your scare meter. So you're taken aback by this viscera mess just scattered across the ground. So he is a human? From what you can tell with the sunken eyes and everything else, he has the skeletal feature of a human. But as you hold his head in your hand, even his skin is beginning to liquefy. (laughs) Are you for real putting a skull on your hand as a puppet? Oh, that reminds me. Let me describe my character a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I uh, I appear to be around 34 years of age. I'm a normal human. Uh, About 5 foot 11, 176 pounds. I have a light tan and brown hair. I also have a short brimmed hat, black. Accompanying with it, black suit, uh, vest garments, of course. And I always carry around with me a large black trunk. Hmm. Well, as this dwarf turns around with this human head uh, shoved onto his hand like a sock puppet, um, <clears throat> Bash Head is average size for a dwarf, although um, he is. Uh, stockier looking like maybe a bit stronger than a normal dwarf uh, doesn't wear much as far as armor goes he's got like a, a studded leather like vest or something on with no sleeves he's got tattoos up and down his arms with like I said a gigantic axe on his back and he carries two hand axes and that's all he's got aside from his satchel which uh, if you guys traveled with him, would have known by now that's where he takes handfuls of bear fat to uh, smear on his beard and through his hair to keep his hair uh, spiked up into a mohawk. But he's going to turn around and kind of mockingly like, Oi, I'm just a human. Get me a beer. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> And I'm, I'm going like, to oh, I'm going to sleight of hand cast minor illusion on it. Sleight of hand is 27. 
And the minor illusion is going to be a voice emanating from the skull saying, Oh, hey there, Bella. Don't you think you're coming out a little bit strong? First, you play dinner first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't know I had that kind of magic in me. I'm going to (laughs) like throw the head, like throw my arm down. So the head like flies to the floor and I'm going to see what this dude has on him. So as you pull your hand out, I need you to roll me one D100, sir. 15. A 15. So as you flick your hand to the ground, you hear wailing in your ear. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. It would be a 12. So you are not deafened, but you can hear the ringing in your ear from this wail. It was just like right in your ear. Hmm. Did everyone hear that wail? Oh, yes. Oh, that was weird. Back to the body. What has he got? Uh, he has a melted handle or hilt to a silvered long blade. And uh, tattered and just nasty looking leather armor. It looks like something's been eating through it. It doesn't... If you were to look at this body... To you, this body's been here for months. But it looks like everything happened in mere seconds. It looks like decay, rot, and everything else took this man in seconds. Like even the fancy silver sword is... Ruined, ruined, rusty, nasty, broken. It's just destroyed. I mean, you could probably take it, melt it down, and get some money, but it's not really worth fighting with. Well, that's disappointing. Right, I'm gonna hop up to the bar and eat my food. Are these people getting up and leaving? Because this duration's only a minute. Yeah, everybody that's asleep is getting up and starting to like shake it off, trip a little bit, and trip a little bit. Couple people have brushed the marbles to the side as they stand up. Good, they did someone is And they begin looking around. There's a skull on the ground. And they look to the skull on the ground in the visceral mess and begin to run towards the door again. Again, I didn't do it. (laughs) His head just fell off. Did you not see the snakes? I'm gonna pick up some of my marbles. Because they've they've moved them together in a little bit of a pile. So I'm gonna walk over to the bar and who am I who's who am I closest to? Who's all sitting down already? I'm sitting at the bar eating my but food. But isn't that where she said our food? Yeah. I'm going to go over and, and tug on him because I'm only two feet tall. I'll be like, put my arms up. Upsies. 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 <laughs> I'm going to turn. <laughs> like, ah, yes. I'm going to like give her a double high five. No. Like, there you are. No, I want I want to eat. Oh, your food's up here. You have to climb for it. (laughs) What? You can't give me a boost? Oh, is that what you wanted? Why didn't you say so? I said uppies. I'm going to (laughs) like... I'm going to palm her like entire head and lift her up onto a stool. Hey, don't mess up my brain. Uppies. She's got uh, long red hair and Viking braids. She has one green eye, one gold eye, tannish skin. Don't mess up the brights. It takes a long time to get that done. Well, that's how you're going to get picked up if you're asking for help from me. 
fine. I'm just gonna start eating through the potatoes and carrots and whatever. Oh, it's cabbage, boiled cabbage and carrots. And it's fine. <clears throat> so the marble guy is wearing all black. He's got the black trousers. Um, he's got a black cloak. His hood's pulled up. He's got the half mask across his face. So you can only really see his eyes. Uh, he's got uh, like a bandolier with seven daggers on it. And a short sword. But, uh, and he does have a pouch that clearly uh, has like a large M on it. Where's marble, sir? <laughs> I'm gonna pick up some marbles. Hey, hey, barkeep. So the man in the top hat stands up from behind the bar, cleaning a glass. Uh, like I said, I didn't kill that guy. He's been dead for a while, judged on his uh, appearance. Is it the top hat guy, the guy that was on the carriage? It was. Cleaning glass, he looks at you. I didn't say anything about the body, stranger. Well, you freaked out about it earlier. It's a different guy. Oh, sorry. Snake oil salesman. All you humans look alike to me. <laughs> wow. But either way, didn't do it. He's been dead for a while. Never said you did. Actually, he hasn't been dead for a while. <sighs> I think it was about 30 minutes ago. Neither here nor there. I bet he was possessed. He was possessed by something. Oh, you're the snake oil guy. Now I recognize the voice. (laughs) So what does bring you strangers into town? Mystery? Murder? Disappearances? By chance? Yeah, we can go with all of the above, maybe. Tricks? Treats? You can tell anything to old Hallow's Eve. What? <laughs> you haven't put it together yet, have you? <laughs> I didn't know Halloween existed in this universe. Hallows Eve. I'm Hallows. And this is the eve of my birth. So you celebrate it by killing people, do you? I don't kill. Well, you have been I something. I celebrate simply with the one thing that I've always adored. A good story. That involves killing people, eh? I do nothing. I just go where the story is. Sometimes I create my own. And for a second, I thought I would have to create my own here. But, nonetheless, you have surprised me yet again. First, the poisoned apple. That was a good touch. I thought I was going to have a really good story in my hand, but might I recommend to you next time, Thief? That uh, you prolong the ending a bit. I mean, if you wanted to poison her, that's fine. It's a great story. But the ending, I really like the build-up, the excitement. Here we have a mystery. <clears throat> I don't take it. So I will be tagging along with this one. But consider me a nuisance. member of the audience. <laughs> Just want to watch. Nothing more. Want to see how this story pans out. So that makes us kind of like the stage actors. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to a fancy play before. You know what stay, You know what the crowd does? They shut their yap and disappear. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> well, 
consider me more of an active audience role. Mm. Sometimes you have to prompt your actors to do their job. I'm not an improv artist, sorry. <laughs> Either way, what are your thoughts? Is I the like barkeep in here somewhere? Oh, no, he fucked off about 30 minutes ago. Aye, good. I'm going to like jump over the bar and go right for a cask of ale. And the story progresses. <clears throat> now we have a list of charges. Murder and thievery. Yeah, I'm gonna charge me with that murder. I might as well get to it. <clears throat> Wait, so technically, the, drinks were on the house. Wait, so true. Forgot about that part of the story. The one guy's been talking right, and there's no barkeep. There's no barkeep. Oh, I'm gonna copy Mark. Oh, I'm gonna copy uh, my dwarven compatriot. Not really companion, more unlikely ally. Uh, I'm gonna go behind the bar and fill the cash box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just grabbing a, a cask of ale and walking outside, away from this dude. Well, it seems, as he looks to you, Michelle, and Blades, it seems like your friends don't want to play the game. I just want to eat my dinner. <laughs> but you were sent here to solve a murder. Yeah, and, and right now, I'm eating my dinner. You have to play the game. Says, there is no story if you don't play the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. Now move along. So you can see a little bit of fire burst in his eyes. Cool trick. I'm eating my dinner. The game must continue. I need a good story this year or I won't be able to slumber. Tell that me. sounds like a personal problem to me. You, strange man. <laughs> you will give me my story, yes? Oh, I do enjoy a good story myself. I can indulge you. Good. Then I think the story needs a bit of a change of pace. Perhaps instead of a murder mystery to solve, maybe we just skip to the murder part since the others don't want to play the game with us. Maybe we make them part of it. What do you say? <laughs> I'm going to look at him and be like, if you take that deal, I'm telling the other two and we're killing you. I'm telling on you. <gasps> but maybe that's his plan. Maybe that's his plan. He wants us to kill you. See, so we just don't kill anybody doesn't know us very well. Shh. You're not in the room. Yeah, I am. Well, I, you were, I, I find you your plan to be bold. Maybe inspired. I do not think for any story, it's a good idea to take away your actors too quickly. Then I guess our story has come to a conclusion. And I guess I'll have to find new actors. But since this isn't a guild of sorts, I guess I'm just going to have to fire you all the old fashioned way. Is he talking? Mm hmm. I'm going to say trick and pull out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a D100. At the same time, I'm also going to use telepathy to commune with him. 75. Okay. 75. On the trick table. 
You and your hands pull out a doll. doll It is immediately attuned to you. It is like an old porcelain doll, cracked and just fucking terrifying. Big eyes staring at you. You have disadvantage on wisdom ability checks and saving throws. And anytime you take necrotic damage, you'll take an additional 1d6. So it's... You are cursed. I was going to say, it's a cursed item. You have a cursed doll. And it's terrible. Oh, you can go in the marble bag then. (laughs) How? Oh, but it gets better because when you stick it in the marble bag and you pull your hand back out, the doll is still in your hand. That's fine. (laughs) Uh, I will find a way to have the doll in my hand and still reach in the bag and I'm going to say trick again. Okay, uh, did you want to send me... Actually, no, go ahead and tell me what you are whispering while Daniel rolls his D100. You're psychically linking, I should say. 59. As for your proposition, it's tempting. Very tempting. But give me some time to work my own magic. You have till sunset. You see, his finger was raised like it was going to come down with a wave. And he kind of just slowly puts his hand down to his hip. And he looks to all of you and goes, I might have a story after all. I'll be patient. And he just kind of begins to walk down a set of stairs behind the counter. And as you look, there's nothing. He's gone. Well, I would have seen. Did he just walk through the floor, or did he actually have stairs that disappeared (laughs) behind him? He had stairs that disappeared behind him. Uh, What'd you get? Strange. Uh, 59. Oh my god. Oh my god. You hear a whistling in the air. Did you pull your hand out of the bag and nothing? Nothing happens, but you all hear a whistling in the air. I'll take an arrow to me. Is anyone outside or you're all in the bar? I think we're all in the bar. I thought Mark was out. Nope, I walked out. So you see a 15-pound jack-o'-lantern flying through the sky seemingly from nowhere, and it crashes through the roof of the bar. Immediately smacks you in the back of the head. And uh, I'm gonna lose my shit. Just you laughing. are gonna take five d8 bludgeoning damage. Good. I roll my own damage. God. When you gonna you roll your figure, own damage? When you gonna figure out that trick is not a good thing? Fifteen pound pumpkin. Certainly entertaining, though. Yeah, oh, he, nice. yeah, that's true. Fifteen. Yeah, that pumpkin smashes over the backside of your head. Probably, it's probably like splattered. It? It, it, it just splattered. Your face, it hits you in the back of the head and your face kind of hits the front of the uh, the little bar across the tower. That's probably where all the damage came from. Probably <laughs> wasn't from the jack lantern crashing through the roof. You kind of like face plant bounce off. You got a bloody nose from that one. Yeah, just hear whistling and see a jack-o'-lantern flying through the air. So anyway. So by the time they get done with that little conversation, um, Bashhead will have polished off the the cask that he snatched of Dwarven Ale. 
Roll me a d6. Four. You feel fine. You're drunk, but you don't feel any adverse effects. Right. Uh, Are there people walking down the street? No. At that point, everybody ran to their houses and shut up shop. You can Uh, tell it's mid-afternoon at this point. Right. Um, I'm going to walk to the closest building. What does it look like? Run down shack of a home. I'm going to knock on the door politely. So as you knock, you see dust clattering to the ground from the rafters that hang over your head. And the door seems extremely loose. So instead of rat-a-tat-tatting like you usually do, you kind of knock, knock just a teensy bit gentler because you're afraid it'll fall off its hinges. And you see this wooden little slit hole begin to slide open and it jiggles open. You can tell it's rickety and old. And you see an eye poke through. I don't want. Where's the sheriff around here? Don't have one. So you have no guards whatsoever? And gatos. Well, who protects you? I don't know. The gods? <laughs> That's a joke. They fell. Right. <sighs> Mercy of the sea. <clears throat> what you got in the house? The kettle. Uh, fireplace, one chair, half a table, mm, pork, beans. See, I'm what they call a safety inspector. I'm uh, here to inspect the home, make sure that there's adequate uh, fire escapes and such. Ah, why did you say so? In that case, he kind of turns around, drops his pants. And just lets one rip out the hole. Fuck right. off. And he just kind of <laughs> slides the chest. Right. Uh, does this... Uh, I'm going to take a quick like walk around the, the perimeter of this house. No, there's no back door. There's no back door. No back door. Cool. Um, and I walked up onto <laughs> like a porch with the roof on it and knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I am going to chop the supports down so the roof of that porch fall and cover the front of that building. Easy peasy. One swing on each one of those posts. <clears> and and I'm going to light the building on fire. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, murder hobo. <laughs> right, how's that gas for you now, lad? You hear nothing from the inside. <clears throat> well, that was fun. We can chalk him off the suspect list. Um, <laughs> not murderer. <laughs> Says the murderer. <clears throat> oh, so back in the bar. What are you guys doing? Finishing eating my food. Okay. Staring at uh, your Seven's character wondering what. As you take a potato and put it towards your mouth. Eleven. So, tastes pretty good to you. Blades, Danny, you want to roll me some perceptions? Sure. Eight. Sixteen. No, thank God. (laughs) So you see through the illusion, and you see she's eating a rotten potato full of Uh, nasty maggots. Uh, 
Tastes like vodka. <laughs> Tastes like vodka. And you're crunching <laughs> on this Stop, potato. No. <laughs> and you're just you talking to, away. You really want me to throw up in your studio? taking out of your mouth. <laughs> oh my word. Uh, maybe you should put that out. Why? <laughs> God, I can't believe I'm doing this episode like this. <laughs> I'm going to cast Dispel Magic on her food. Oh, so, as soon as this happens, I'm just gonna you start pull vomiting. back a potato and it's just covered in maggots. I'm vomiting everywhere. <laughs> like everything is coming out. Roll me a scare. 14. So the 14, you still pass. So no scare break for well one point is gone so that's two points total lost for you. Wait, what? Okay. You should have two points lost because even if you, even if you succeed, you still lose a point. And you just begin vomiting on the ground. Yeah, I'm, I'm throwing everything up. Everything. Yesterday's and breakfast is coming out of there. You notice now that the the magic is dispelled. All the food is rotten to the core. Now I'm pissed. Maggots crawling through it, and a human eyeball is actually in the meat pie. Thank God I didn't have a meat pie. Tasted just fine to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is certainly unique. No, it's disgusting. Uh, and walk out. I have to agree. I don't think I Wait. enjoy this local cuisine. Is the ale still okay? Ale's ale. I'm gonna like swish it around in my mouth Other and gargle the and then spit it out on the like floor. Tastes like piss and seems to be fine. <laughs> so, you guys are walking out? Oh, yeah. What did I get in the cash box? Well, you originally thought you got over 200 gold, but now Dispel Magic is on there. You got a couple buttons, some lint, and what looks like a piece of metal. So I'm going to take the couple buttons and the piece of metal because <laughs> why would I keep lint? Drop it in your food later and say, there's lint in my food. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just cut somebody's finger off and be like, there's a finger in my food. <laughs> Chef's like, I got all my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys walk outside, you just are now seeing like this building like going up in smoke and uh, the dwarf like half-heartedly tossing a, a torch on the porch this building I'm like well there we go <laughs> that's done hey well did you guys find out anything in the bar with the uh, uh, fellow friend of the top hat thing that doesn't matter our food yeah. was rotten and there was maggots in it and it was disgusting. Um, and there were eyeballs in the meat pies. Human uh, eyeballs. Whew, I thought you were going to say the wolf there for a second. Had me worried. Either she way. She just looked at him like, what? Really? It tasted fine to me. I just threw up everything. No. Right. <laughs> so... You guys want to investigate the murders more? <laughs> you 
We got the next house I to go. To say, <laughs> I have not to say, the, I'm rather intrigued. Not unless this uh, investigation that I started here is going to jump over to the next one. <laughs> there, there is one thing. The weird guy wanted that guy to kill us. So what you're saying is we have a good old-fashioned PvP match, eh? No. That's what I just heard. And he's gonna draw his axe off his back and, like, run his thumb along the blade. Oh, Lord. And, like, blood is gonna start trickling down his thumb a little bit. And he's like... Aye, well, let's get started, I'm shall we? towards the nearest cover. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna... Uh, I think I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm just gonna walk away. <laughs> as fun as that might be, I turned him down. Aye, well, what's the fun on that? <laughs> well, looking at you, looking at me, I don't think I would match up. You never I'm, know till you try. I'm always willing to fight somebody. Besides, I haven't come across somebody yet I haven't been able to kill. The first person that kills me, they can say they got me. They even learn my true name. It's a held secret right here by my heart. A mighty tempting offer. Perhaps after this investigation. All right. <laughs> right. On to the next one. And I'm just going to walk off. <laughs> what are your character sizes? Um, I'm a medium. Medium. Teeny tiny. So, what do you want to do now? The sun is beginning to go down. When you all came out here, it was mid-afternoon. And by now, it's starting to become early evening. I'm going to guess there's no kind of inn. Oh, no. There's no sleeping lodge. They don't have travelers here. Obviously. Not anymore. Most of the inns have been converted to just normal housing now. There's a couple barns. I'm going to go check out a barn so I'll tell them that I'm going to go check out the barn and go see if there's one that's got some clean straw or decent straw I guess dry okay anybody else want to do anything Mm. Uh, I am going to how big is this town it's Honestly, you can look up and down the street and count as many people live in this town by houses. Mm. It's that kind of town. It's not very big. No. You can tell it once upon a time was. You can see foundations and everything else for old houses. But there ain't shit left. It's either been houses that have been torn down and repurposed to repair older houses or... Does it look like there's a general store? No. There's nothing here. The general store is probably most likely your tavern. Just random passer-throughs buy sell things honestly got maybe a total of 12 houses in a bar uh, I'm it's gonna not big go like just a few houses down and the, there's the door closed doors closed 
Right. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to walk up to the door, and I'm going to kick it open. Okay, you kick it, and it falls to the ground, kicking up a cloud of dust. Knock, knock. No answer. It's empty. Empty. Yeah. Found my home for the night, if I need it. I say it's early evening. The sun's still yeah. out, so I'm going to take the door and I'm going to lean it up outside, so it's there. <clears throat> and uh, you know, I'm going to go find the uh, the fellow that I spoke to before, the one with the trunk. But while he is busy with that, there's the, is there a brothel in town? There is no brothel. Ah, oh, that would have been a good place to do this. Is there a place that's busier than the tavern right now? Considering we just right now, as you guys are as he's kicking down doors and burning down buildings, no, there's not a person on the road other than you. That makes it a little bit more difficult. Well, I'll slink off to anywhere that I would imagine is the most populated. Honestly, right now, probably be the barns. Because people are hiding and out. Will, They're not going to be hiding in their houses. <laughs> I will hide away into a shadowy alley. Okay. And then step back out, looking exactly like Skullbash. Okay. <laughs> Uh, bash head is who you're bash head sorry okay that's my say. bad i only just met you yeah <laughs> i just met you and this is crazy all right so you've stepped out looking identical to him and this is during the time where he's kicking down doors and looking through buildings so he doesn't see any of this he's nowhere nearby hmm. i'm searching for well anyone a victim really but there, there needs to be witnesses. <laughs> well, want me to roll most, something for? Um, no, you saw most of them. Most of the people take off towards the barns. That's where I'm heading. So, uh, you head off towards the barns, and. Your two foot tall friend is there checking the softness of the hay. And there's a couple people looking her up and down. You can see like outside of the barn. And I'd say like there's about five or six people out there just kind of looking her upside down, like seeing if she's going to light the place on fire or anything. But uh, they don't seem to be too bothered with her. They see you walking up, however, and they're a little concerned. <laughs> I give off a battle cry and charge them. <laughs> so you do this. Um, you want high or low? Give it high. <sighs> it's low. So most of them get away, but you do get one that stays back. They're just trembling in fear. The other ones kind of run off in different directions. But one's standing there with their legs shaking, staring at you in fear. Well, I will 
pull out a dagger and stab this poor fellow. <laughs> Do I see this? <clears throat> roll. I mean, you heard his battle cry. I wouldn't even make you roll. You heard his battle cry. You probably okay. turn around and yeah. saw him just jump on top of this guy and start stabbing the fuck out of him. <laughs> He's going to be like, what the hell are you doing? I'm also going to spend one of my bardic, bardic inspirations to activate my psychic blades on this poor fellow. <laughs> oh my god. He's fucking mincemeat at this point. I hit him for 42 damage. Jesus. Yeah, he's obliterated. He only needed 10. <laughs> <laughs> so I completely disembowel this guy. Yeah, it's guts. And then with a maniacal laugh. <laughs> I run off into the night. What the fuck? I'm just gonna, like, move a little faster into the barn. <laughs> Do I see anybody else around? Well, wait. Who's all? Who who's all around? Who all saw that happen? Just you at this point. Everybody else ran off. I'm gonna loot the bodies. <laughs> Just one body. Oh, okay. My God. The body. The body. Well, there's nothing because he's mincemeat, and you he's poor, and he's poor. He smurted a poor guy. Because the one Best time I actually try to loot something and there's nothing there. <laughs> Oh, this sucks. And after doing all that, I would turn back into myself and actually head off by Mark. So by now, I'm probably walking down the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I am going to like have my axe out and on top of my shoulder, like strolling through town, half-ass whistling. Not very good. Like he, he doesn't know how to whistle, but he tries anyway. <clears throat> Michelle, where are you going? To the barn to look for to make like a, a bed. Yeah, <clears throat> a okay. safe spot. <clears throat> so you guys run into each other in the middle of the street then. Hey, just the one I was looking for. Yeah. How can I be of service? Well, <clears throat> I know we're supposed to be looking for some kind of killer in this town, but I'm getting the uh, the sneaking feeling that uh, this town is pretty well dead anyway, so why don't we just help it along a little bit? <laughs> you mean investigate by your standards? Yes, now you're <laughs> getting it. Do a little bit of investigating, and I'm gonna like turn to look at the the, the fire. <laughs> so, are you guys gonna burn down the rest of the village? Mm. We gotta have a wee bit of fun. <laughs> I suppose it's effective. There can be no killer. Well, there's no killer. No crime if there's no bodies. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> well, on that note, this is where we're gonna end this episode. <laughs> Because you all are murder hobos. <laughs> just goes to show you, sometimes scary movies are just that. Vicious murderers that never get caught. 
I was hoping there'd be a lot more people because I have other things I would have loved to have done. But... Don't worry. If we're going to continue this, we'll we'll go to our own town after burning this into the ground. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the Halloween special. The the murder hobos are us. Uh, that is the show. <laughs> so thank you all for listening. Tune in in two weeks. Hey, everybody. It's the Almighty Grit. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We love making these and we're going to keep getting better. Big shout out to all our patrons again. Thank you so much for everything you do. And thank you all for listening. You're just as wonderful. You guys are awesome. Incredible. We love you. Without all of you, this show wouldn't be worth it. As always, intro, outro, we're done by Joseph McDade. Wonderful artist. Go check him out. Links in the show notes below. And if you want to hear more of our ridiculous antics, you can go check out one of our other shows on the Robots Radio Network, Call of Cthulhu, Mythos Mysteries, or Cyberpunked, our Cyberpunk Red Live Play podcast. Or you can join us on Patreon, where we post all our episodes ad-free and exclusive episodes. Next one coming up, Dungeons & Dragons Mad Libs. And if you want to chat with us, we're always available, always ready to talk on Discord at the Robots Radio Network Discord. Links in the show notes below. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at 4 underscore crit. And if you love the show, let us know. Leave a review. We love them. We love to see them. (laughs) And it helps us grow. Uh, Tell a friend. We love welcoming new friends of our own. Till next time, everybody. Keep those crits natural.